What's your favorite scary movie? podcast for two 20-something LGBTs talk the horror movie of the week, real-life crime or events, and if it's worthy of being an honorary gay film. And yes, the titles are puns. I'm Elle. I'm Kate. Hello and happy Halloween, everybody. We are once again here celebrating the spooky season of October. Halloween is a month long now. It's been decided. Uh, Absolutely. So so this time we are doing Mike Doherty's uh, Trick or Treat from, it was Made in 2007, but released in 2009. Um, mm-hmm. It's an an- kind of like an anthology movie about this one night, one night of Halloween in this little town in Ohio. And like, it, it's kind of cool. Like everything, all the characters kind of interact and interchange. Like you can even see them like in the background. Something like it really is all linked together as an anthology. Like I, I'm usually not the biggest fan of anthologies. <laughs> Another one of my pet peeves. <laughs> just because like they're usually not good. I don't know. Or yeah. they're not, they're not, this is just connected really well, I think. So, um, it's funny because my history with this movie, I chose this because I was trying to think of another good, like, Halloween flick, and everyone always references this. And even, like, I'd been through, like, the Halloween Horror Nights maze, which is really fucking awesome. You can look up a walkthrough for that on YouTube. But I couldn't remember if I'd seen all of this or not because... <laughs> Because the first time I watched it, or I tr- attempted to watch it, was, like, way back when it first came out, and it was really getting all this buzz, and my friend and I put it on, and we were just, like, both not vibing with it for some reason and turned it off, and yeah. then a couple of years back, I, I was like, let's give it another go, because everyone talks about this a lot, and I really was digging it this time, but c- got called into work early and had to turn it off at, like, the exact same time that we had turned it off before, <laughs> and when... <laughs> Like, literally, like, clockwork. And and this... T- I was, so when I sat down, I was like, I can't remember if I ever went back and finished this or not. And I definitely didn't, because I had no idea Brian Cox was in this. And started, like, screaming. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> it's Logan Roy. <laughs> so I finally have seen all of Trick or Treat. Uh, Woo! Have you... Had you seen it before? Yeah, I'd seen it... Um Oh, God. I can't even remember the first time I'd seen it, but I've seen it a few times. Okay. Um, and even my work carries it. Uh, we have it at our nice. store, so you know it's good. <laughs> Do they have little um, Sam figures or anything? I have a Sam pin on my backpack, um, like the masked version, and then they also mm-hmm. have the unmasked version as a little enamel pin. So uh, I was like, hell yeah. So I I love I don't know why I love Sam. Maybe it's just because he's I just love his design and I just love the yeah. like, the little mask he wears. I don't know. It's I I just love him. It's he's just a silent character. Mm-hmm. Um, but like he just he does emote pretty well. Uh, through like his uh, body language and stuff yeah. like that. So he's one of my favorites. Uh, in terms of like like and not I don't know if he's like an antagonist or he's just kind of like. He just carries out what he's supposed to do on Halloween. He's just he's just kind of there. <laughs> he does his job. Well, he's there. He, yeah, he really comes through in the last segment, but even then he doesn't. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, oh, and in the beginning, when he, he kills Leslie Bibb, R.I.P. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know what structurally you'd call him, um, but there's got to be some name for it. He's not a narrator because he doesn't talk, but there must be some yeah. kind of Brechtian explanation for Sam that I can't think of right now. Um, yeah, I really like his design too. I think, like, he's really, over the years, like, become one of the more, like, modern, like, icons of horror, at least, I think. Like, I see him popping up in a lot of, like, merch and, like, art and stuff so like good on this for like because you don't maybe it's just because there's so many there's so many darn reboots and remakes now you know but um that <laughs> you don't really get a lot of that anymore like can you think of any other like really recent like I, I'd say maybe like Happy Death Day like the baby mask but like there's not a lot of like original yeah. horror designs that are as strong as Sam so I think that's kind of yeah. what people firstly associate this movie with and rightly so uh, and it really is a little kid playing him. It's the, like the kid that's like peeking in on the girls at the beginning, like a pervert, uh, <laughs> like some like some fucking '80s movie. <laughs> Seriously, I've been I've been watching a lot of like '80s comedies or revisiting them, and I'm like, why do all these suck? Like, why <laughs> why do these treat women so badly? That like that's what I was thinking of when he was peeking in on the girls changing. I'm like, why? <laughs> Rude. But anyway, so yeah, there's. What four four main segments of this? There's the uh well there's there's like the opening with the the girl that gets killed. There's the yes. the group of gal friends that are trying to find. First you think it's like fi- trying to find guys to hook up with, and then you find out it's something very different. There's yes Dylan Baker playing very bad man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> There's what's the third part? Oh, the kids, the the, the fuck them kids segment. That's like <laughs> <laughs> that's what I call it. Where the yeah these kids take this one girl down to like this uh, town spot that's supposed to be where a bunch of um, like kids like drowned in a school bus and try yeah. to give her a scare, but are boy are they in for a scare? And then the the, the last segment with Logan Roy himself, but. With, Brian Cox is like, <laughs> so, so I don't know. Like, so did you have like a favorite segment of this? Oh gosh, like I gotta, I gotta go for, you know, it's a kind of a tie between the the bus massacre um, uh-huh. part with the with the rising children and uh, the surprise party because I think I remember the first time I watched this, I kind of was just like. What's gonna happen here? And then they just start transforming into werewolves, and I was like, hell yeah! <laughs> yeah, that's hands down my favorite part. I personally think more God. women werewolves should just eat men. I think that's what, <laughs> that's what cinema needs. I love, like, it is such a gnarly werewolf transformation, too. Like, they literally just rip yes. their skin off in, like, pieces. It's, yes! Uh... Yeah, the part where, like, her head goes back and you, like, see, like, the, like, the werewolf teeth and her eyes start changing. Mm -hmm. And that's just one of my favorite shots in the movie. I just love it so much. Yeah, yeah, it is such, like, it's, like, a gross transformation, but it's not, like, overly gross, which I've appreciated. Um, Because I'm, like, on that edge of when dealing with, like, uh, I guess, like, ripping off skin for, like, transformations. I don't know. It just kind of, I'm just like, uh, no thank you. Um, but like this one I could handle easily because it's not like a bunch of like blood, it, it's fur coming out 
basically. So it's like, I can deal with it better than if it was just like, fucking Silent Hill where Pyramid Head rips off her skin and I was like, ah! <laughs> um, that part, so. But yeah, I, that's probably one of my favorites. Um, and the, the principal guy just like, just casually poisoning a child and then just like, hey, let's have my kid carve up his head like as a jack-o'-lantern and bury his body in the backyard. That's fine. That so that whole barfing <laughs> thing is so one of the nastiest things I've seen for some reason. Like Ooh. it's not even that. Yeah. I don't know. I think that's one of like my deep like Ugh. fears or something that I'm just gonna start throw throwing up blood and die or something. Just out of Dylan Baker's oh, gonna poison man. me, and <laughs> that's that's gonna be it. <laughs> yeah. When I, uh, I think that was one of the. Yeah, I think my friend and I just weren't ready for how, like, there's a very specific, like, dark humor to this movie that I don't think we anticipated and were ready for, but, like, now I am, mm. that, um, <laughs> I don't know, that sounds edgy. <laughs> yeah, no, I, no, I, I get it, yeah. Because, totally get it. because this goes places that, like, this gets dark, a, a lot of kids die in this movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lots of child death, uh, if you could handle that, but, um... And yeah, even in teaching your child to be a murderer, that's, that, I didn't trust that kid from the first, <laughs> that, that little ginger kid. Uh. <laughs> yeah, so that's nasty, werewolves, a-okay, uh, the, the fuck them kids. You said that was one of your other favorite segments with the yeah. school bus children? Yeah. Um, I don't know, I like... There's just something about it, like, I think it's probably because she kind of gets her, uh, Rhonda, the, the girl that they were trying to scare, like, she kind of gets her revenge on them. Yeah. And then she gets back to the top, and it's like, clearly she looks a little traumatized, and then Sam's just kind of sitting there, and he's just like, what's up? <laughs> and just lets her <laughs> walk down the street. Finger guns. He's, he's like, he's like, I get it. <laughs> so, and he's, so, um... Even though one of the kids did stick up for her, he did participate in the trying to scare her. So, like, <laughs> you deserve to get eaten by these zombie children in the lake. So, don't don't pull <laughs> prank, son. On the don't be mean. Kids. Don't be an asshole. <laughs> yeah, like, most of these segments involve some sort of comeuppance. No matter how, like, small or petty. Like, that's kind of seems to be the theme of all of these, like, almost morality tales, I would say. Because um, mm -hmm. in the the werewolf one, one of the victims is the 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 principal that's killing kids. <laughs> that's like a yeah. kind of little little one of the little twists of this. Because he's okay. One of the things I never needed to see in my life was Dylan Baker wearing like a gimp mask, but this movie did that, and so I have to like deal with that. <laughs> I was like, I actually don't need to see this and him like licking people. I'm like I'm good, but thanks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then obviously Karma's the kids doing the karma, yeah. And then the kids that did that prank get the karma. And then the f the f the final segment has a little twist, near like the that you find out at the end of that. And so this, I guess, this was the one that's fresh in my mind because it's the only part I hadn't seen. Um, I just well, first of all, I love Brian Cox. Who doesn't? But he's so committed <laughs> in this in this like random horror movie. He like it was apparently his decision to have like the breathing issues and stuff. Like, um, yeah. <laughs> I uh, I'm worried about his dog. You never see what happens to the dog. Um, yeah. Yeah. 
Um, I worry for the dog. Yeah, the... Because uh, how much of Succession have you watched? That's kind of his big thing right now. I need to watch the second season. Um, I'm just very bad okay. at getting... I, I'm, I don't have my HBO at the moment, so I'm trying to get back into my, my HBO, but... That requires my uncles, and <laughs> they're dealing with stuff right now, so I'm just like, I'm not going to yeah. bother them until, like, the end of the year about it. <laughs> so, it's like, we'll uh, go from there. A bitch needs to watch Succession, excuse me. No, um, but you know that his character <laughs> on it is a bad man, is what I'm trying to say. He sucks. Yeah. And so, like, the, the that entire portion, I'm just like, this this is what should happen to Logan Roy. Like, this exactly. <laughs> like, he should just be... <laughs> He loses his wealth, and he's living alone in a shitty house, and, like, trick-or-treaters just start attacking him. That's what should happen. <laughs> Succession ah, season ah. eight or something. God. Bless. Yeah, I don't know if we should reveal the, the twist of how he's involved in everything else or not. We, we talk about spoilers on here a lot, but I thought that was, I thought it was kind of cool who he turned out to be, because I had totally forgotten about that being left in the air. Um, cause I'm stupid. And <laughs> so even the slightest yeah. callback, I'll be like, oh shit. <laughs> well, we always do spoilers on here, so I guess we could probably we talk do. about it. He's fine. Oh, okay. He's, cause he's, cause he's the bus driver. That, yeah. uh, he's the bus driver that drowned the children. <laughs> ah, yeah. And I'll back. <laughs> so st- I may be stupid. Yeah. So, there's apparently, like, I caught a lot of stuff this time of, like, the characters being in other segments, but after, like, doing Mm -hmm. research, I found out even more, so now I want to, like, go back and see even how much more, like, I love when movies allow you to do that, where you can, like, go back and catch, since this is, uh, told, it's not told in chronological order, the segments, so... You can, like, look back yeah. and be like, oh, shit, so that's when that's happening. Like, I wonder, I, I guarantee you someone's done some kind of, like, trick-or-treat, like, timeline or something of everything yeah. happening. <laughs> yeah. And, and, um, uh, we were talking about earlier about, uh, Sam being, well, we weren't quite sure what he was supposed to be. He was supposed to be kind of, like, um, oh, what's it called? It's, like... An in, I guess incarnation of like Samhain. I can't remember how to pronounce uh, it. Samhain, or um, yeah, I know that that's where like the the name came from. Like the, the yeah, because like, he's also supposed to like yeah, like keeping the rules of Halloween. And so like if you turn off your jack o' lanterns early, like Emma, you get decapitated <laughs> with a lollipop in your mouth. <laughs> Which I had no idea. So, about. I didn't know that like jack-o'-lanterns are supposed to like ward off evil that's like shit i got oh yeah gotta get me a jack-o'-lantern this year i guess <laughs> yeah and the and masks are to confuse the evil spirits so they can't find you oh Whoa. yeah there's there's <laughs> lore we love it yeah <laughs> i mean that's what's so cool about this movie is it's kind of it, it gives a lot of like lore to the film like i don't know how much of it is real or was made up for it, but it's it's interesting. <laughs> oh, definitely. Yeah, Halloween's cool, man. Definitely. <laughs> it's the best. Um, um, but I, oh, yeah. I did find, speaking of legends... Yes, um, thank you. I was, like, trying to ask. Because, 
Um, since I figured uh, in the movie they had like the legend of the children in the uh, swamp area, mm-hmm. and then also you know the legend of Semine. Um, I found some legends that uh, are part of Halloween tales and had they're like kind of based on real events. Um, so like during like here's one. Uh, during the 19th century, during, like, the spread of tuberculosis or consumption, uh, there was a lot of people that died in, like, Rhode Island, Connecticut, Vermont, and other parts of New England. Um, so before physicians were able to explain how infectious diseases were spread, uh, hopeless villagers believed that some of those who perished from consumption were preyed upon their living family members, which is, uh, that kind of spawned fear of vampires. Uh, so that's why people were... Uh, digging up the dead um, and they burned their internal organs so that way they couldn't come back from the dead to uh, (laughs) haunt them and try to uh, drink their blood Um, and actually uh, haunted houses opened during the Great Depression Uh, in the period leading up to it Halloween had become a time when young men would like blow off steam and cause a lot of mischief and sometimes they did go too far uh, in 1933, parents were outraged when hundreds of teenage boys flipped over cars, sawed off telephone poles, and engaged in other acts of vandalism across the country. Uh, they began to refer to that year's holiday as Black Halloween, similar to the way they refer to the stock market crash four years earlier as Black Tuesday. So rather than banning uh, the holiday as some demanded, many communities began organizing Halloween activities, such as haunted houses, to keep restless would-be pranksters occupied. <laughs> Which... Get these boys in check. Wow. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Gotta keep... Um, Washington Irving's 1820 tale of a headless horseman who terrorizes the real-life village of Sleepy Hollow is considered one of America's first ghost stories and one of its scariest. Irving may have drawn inspiration for his story while a teenager in Terrytown, New York. He moved to the area in 1798 to flee a yellow fever outbreak in New York City. Uh, His story takes place in the New York village of Sleepy Hollow. A lanky newcomer and a schoolmaster, Ichabod Crane, is chased by a headless horseman. In the tale, Irving weaves together actual locations and family names and a little bit of Revolutionary War history with pure imagination and fantasy. Frankenstein author. This is a very nice one. I'm very... (laughs) Mary Shelley, we, we love, world-renowned for her terrifying fiction, uh, but she did have a bit of a dark secret of her own. Her husband, Percy, drowned at the young age of 29 when his boat was caught in a storm in July of 1822. Percy's body and those of his fellow sailors were found 10 days later. Percy Shelley and the others were cremated, but Shelley's heart did not burn, perhaps due to a bout of tuberculosis earlier in their life. Uh, Mary Shelley eventually took ownership of her late husband's heart and is said to have carried it around in a silk bag with her. Everything I hear about Mary Shelley is just like, wow. (laughs) She really was the real one. I'm sorry, I can't be her. Like, truly, who else is doing it like her? (laughs) God, I wish that were me. (laughs) She's amazing. No, but yeah, there's, like, so many legends and myths that are surrounding Halloween, like mentioned earlier, you know, the jack-o'-lanterns to help ward off evil spirits, um, and then it comes even better when you incorporate, like, your local cryptid. (laughs) Um, shit. (laughs) 
the, the Jersey Devil's right across the river from me. So if I ever see him, I'll let you know. Yeah, bring uh. him on the show. <laughs> uh, but it's... I, I just love Halloween, and I love the setting mm-hmm. of this. How... Just so, It's so... I don't even really quite know how to how to say it. It's just it's so fun, but it's also like got those dark moments, but then it also has the really cool moments like the transformation of the werewolves. Um I love the reveal of Sam what he looks yeah. like under the mask. Um he's just so creepy looking and I'm just like if I saw that I would my soul would leave my body. And also <laughs> just also, no. the idea that he's like a T one thousand, but made out of pumpkin. Like he's all pumpkin, and he can put himself back together. <sighs> God, can't stop it. <laughs> but yeah, the the it's just a good thing to put you in the mood. Like the the the, the scenery and everything, especially like all the houses that are decorated and the parade that's going on that looks like a goddamn blast. The, uh. <laughs> oh my god, yes. Because, like, we've mentioned before, like, I mentioned when we were talking about Hell House, about how, like, this is a lot of shit that we're not going to be able to do this year, so it's nice that we have movies that kind of capture that spirit. Um, there's a movie I watched that I'll mention during mm-hmm. the wind down that did that, too, that's, that you wouldn't expect. <laughs> <laughs> so, shall we ask if Trick or Treat is a gay film? Or even an honorary one. I don't think so. Maybe the werewolves are lesbians. <laughs> Maybe that's some. I decided. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It was decided. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> Unless you have anything to add, but yeah. They they vibe. I'm 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 for it. I'm totally for it. Like. Just that, just the being the revenge, just like taking out awful straight men. Yeah, <laughs> they turning into werewolves. Okay. <laughs> Stop. Yeah, not not really even any romance in this. Um, anyways, so no, is it is it gay? Uh, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> not really, but we the like the inherent queerness so. of um, I don't know, killing children. How about this? Since we cannot <laughs> procreate, we must instead destroy. Oh, this is just coming out of my ass. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. This is... Anyways. Yeah. It's just. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's fun. So I, I highly yeah. recommend it. You might need a little bit it. of a strong stomach for some of the gore in it, but it's really, it's really fun. It'd be a good Halloween night watch or something. Definitely. Okay. Oh, I don't have much else to talk about it, unless you do. Not really. <laughs> Come on down. <laughs> okay. Would you like to go first? Sure. Well, I'll start with what I was just talking about. Okay, so, like, if you, Stefan voice, if you want to get in the Halloween mood, um, watch, <laughs> stop it, watch Hubie Halloween. <laughs> On Netflix. I, 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 the new, so everyone 
was talking about this. They're like, wait a minute, didn't Adam Sandler say that he'd make like the worst movie ever if Uncut Gems didn't get nominated for an Oscar? But I think this was like made before that because it's not the worst movie I've ever seen. It's actually pretty fun. And but like the main thing is that just just the the scenic design of it goes all out. Like it's this decked out for Halloween town. So that's. So it'll put you like it'll put you in a good mood. I had like a Bud Light while watching it, so it was just fun. But anyway, I won't. It's it's Adam Sandler, you know. <laughs> you, that's a, it's an acquired taste. Um, but I've been watching a lot of shit, trying to do a lot of stuff for October. Um, I did get to see the premiere of the movie Freaky, Chris Landon, Chris Ooh. Landon's new movie that was co-written by Michael Kennedy. Um, it's such a goddamn blast. Oh my god! Like I can't wait for everyone to see this. It's coming out. Friday the thirteenth on no on no- in November, and it's a it's a yes. a body swap horror movie where a girl switches places with a serial killer in the town, and so that means Vince Vaughn is playing like a teenage girl, and it's <laughs> I'm starting the Oscar <laughs> campaign right now. Um, <laughs> yeah, so this is the director of like the Happy Death Day movie, so you kind of it's it's the same kind of fun horror tone, and this time it's um. This one's rated R, unlike the Happy Death Day movies, so the kills get to be gory, and there's a lot of clever kills in this. Uh, yeah. Nice. What else? I watched. So there's this movie called. I, I would count this as horror, but it's more. It's very psychological. This movie called Braid. Um, mm-hmm. about these like childhood friends, and like two of them have they're like in trouble with the law. They so they go to hide out at their friend's place that's like secluded upstate but in order to stay there they have to keep playing these like make-believe mind games with her that just get more and more kind of fuckery i would say (laughs) like it's definitely a trip but i really just like it's it's the director's first movie and she like raised the budget through bitcoin or something or like through some kind of like cryptocurrency and it's like this is like the first movie to do that so i just think it's kind of like the whole thing is interesting to me um and then the wow. other big thing is I've been watching a bunch of the classic Universal monster movies. Um, because I, I have my friend lent me his box set and I have to give it back. So I'm like, oh shit, I better watch these, huh? <laughs> and it's weird, <laughs> like I really connected with the Wolfman this time. Like, I don't know, have you seen it? Like the original Wolfman? Yeah. yeah. I had seen it a few times before and just for yeah. some reason didn't retain a lot from it. But this time around, I was just like heartbroken by the whole thing. And like... I care about Lawrence Talbot so much now and like, and Lon Chaney Jr.'s <laughs> performance. And maybe it's also because now, now I've seen a lot of um, his later appearances. Because in this, this is the start of his journey. But, like, later on in all the other movies, whenever Lawrence Talbot shows up, he's like, I just want to, like, die. Can I just... But I can't. Can someone just find a way for me to die? And it's just like, oh, relatable king, I see. Um... <laughs> But yeah, these are these are another fun thing to put you in like a, a spooky mood is the the classic universal movies I would say. Yeah. Nice. Nice. <laughs> I like it. What about you? Yeah. Um so besides trick or treat, um first thing that I watched uh that was new to me uh was nineteen eighties uh, movie is an anime movie that it really broke uh, the United States into um, liking anime and manga uh, called Akira. Um, 
everybody. I've, I don't know if everybody's seen it, but, like, the famous motorcycle slide has been referenced in, like, so many other shows and, like, other animes and stuff. Like, if you look it up, you'll you'll see it and you'll be like, holy shit. Um, it is, it, I loved it. Um, and I'm about to read the, the books. The, the writer who, who created it also wrote and directed the film, so mm-hmm. it's probably along the same lines. Um... Though it, it was finished before the manga was, so it's probably got a bit of a different ending. Um, but it's definitely, like, more violent than I thought it, it was going to be, because I'm not really used to very violent anime. Um, but I enjoyed the hell out of it. Um, it's really good, and I, I encourage everyone to see it. It's a classic, so uh, you know, it's on Hulu, so the sub or the dub version, so I usually listen to the sub Subs, version. Subs, not dubs! Uh, <laughs> it depends depends on the voices sometimes the voices i just feel like don't match what the character i looks like i don't know how to describe it it's just like it depends um but like and then after that i watched uh 1959's house on haunted yes. hill starring the amazing vincent price um got can we please bring back just them like throwing skeletons on wires into the audience <laughs> Like, that was a well, thing they William did. because William Castle was a motherfucker, yeah, out. he loved to fuck with people. <laughs> yeah, and, like, they would just go above the audience on these wires, and then they would disappear <laughs> when the skeleton in the film disappeared. Yeah. And the only reason why it stopped was because these fucking teenage boys would start taking stuff and, like, <gasps> slingshotting at the skeletons, and, like... <laughs> Boys ruining shit for everyone once again. <laughs> we regret to inform you. Um, <laughs> the boys are at it once again. Um, I loved it. I had a good time. Um, I don't love it as much as I love uh, the haunting. Oh, well, they're very different. Which one? <laughs> the haunting. They're yeah. very different, but like I, they both have like such uh, good elements to both of them. So, uh, not. T- not discounting one or the other, but, um, uh, love Vincent Price. He's just, like... He's so good yeah. in it. And also, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. He's... I, I just love his presence on the screen <laughs> so much. He's just so great. And especially the banter between him and his wife, like, his fourth wife, by the <laughs> yeah. way. Um, they... Fourth wife. And she's just, like... Try not to poison me again, my dear. <laughs> and it's Our like marriage. this yeah. caddy. One back in, it's lovely. Uh, you should, if you like great. Vinny, you should watch, um, um, and sorry, Dan. If you like Vincent Price, you should watch theater, you should watch Theater no, of no, Blood no. that I forgot to mention. But he plays this like Shakespearean actor that starts killing Ooh. critics who have been giving him bad performances or bad reviews. Uh, <laughs> that's another thing I want. I was uh, like, oh, I'm obsessed. Okay. Sorry, but go ahead. <laughs> No, yeah. Um, I was also, after I watched it, I kind of was looking up stuff on his IMDb because I was just curious to know more about him. Didn't know he had a lesbian daughter. That's awesome. He supported her um, when she came out. Um, His, like, they based, uh, from Marvel, like, the guy who created uh, Doctor Strange based his likeness off of Vincent Price, which I'm like, good for you. (laughs) Good idea. Um... And he just seems like a pretty cool guy in his later well, years, he, so. 
And say, oh, not to, only did he, did he yeah. have a lesbian daughter, but she allegedly claims that he came out to her as bi later on in his life, which, like I, like I don't like to spread really? rumors or anything, but really? this is apparently something she said in like a book or something or an interview. I remember reading that sometime and being like, oh, word, oh, wow. <laughs> a worm. <laughs> I knew he wasn't straight. Um. <laughs> Look at this man. You see him? How dramatic he is? You think a straight like, person honestly, is like, this I dramatic? I, I love him. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then after I watched that, I uh, watched 1978's Invasion of the Body Snatchers, which uh, had Donald Sutherland <laughs> and Leonard Nimoy, oh. uh, Jeff Goldblum, all that fun stuff. Um, I'd never seen it before. I'd always seen the the, the gif of Donald yeah. Sutherland, you know, making the face. But I never knew the context, and now I know the context. Um, and I was, I I had a good time. I've never seen any of the other adaptions, so I don't have anything co to compare it to. But I really liked it. I really liked all the characters' interactions, and even like, uh, I was like, do we need to do the romance? But I, it was a well done like kind of romance because they did have that kind of chemistry so i was like you know what i'll let you have it this time um <laughs> people are turning Gotta into be, pods. wasn't it philip kaufman like people, his movies so. have to be sexy so it's like <laughs> i need to see that one i've only seen the 50s one. Oh yeah i've, I've seen like uh, clips of it from like when she like opens her eyes and like you can just tell like that's not her anymore mm. um but like and I haven't really seen anything else, but, um, oh, but it's such a paranoia movie, and I loved it, uh, and just the design that they had for how the creatures, like, took over as them, and how the original, you know, person, uh, went away was pretty cool, I, I thought. Uh, I think there's, like, a 2007 adaption, um, the Invasion? Called, like, The Invasion. <laughs> yeah, that's one. Um. I've never, I don't, I'm going to have fun watching that one, I bet. Um, but yeah, it was, those were the movies that I watched. I finally finished my book, thank God. <laughs> um, it's called The Knicks. Um, for anybody who is interested, uh, it's about this guy who finds out that his mom had, like, committed a bit of a crime by throwing rocks at, like, an alt-right, uh, congress guy that was running for president or like in like the very beginning running for president and she had been out of his life because she abandoned him when he was like 11 years old and he hadn't heard from her since and so uh this is like his journey trying to uncover like what's happened during that time that she was gone and then like everything that happened before he was even born um for her to like be the way like why she made the decisions she did and why she ultimately committed that act of throwing uh rocks at the senator guy and it's it's good it's a bit of a long read but i had i had a good time with it and like once i kind of got into it i really started like reading it and i was like oh okay i get it now um but it's good so i i recommend reading is uh, cool eight Reading's cool. Uh, eight out of ten. Good job for your first novel, uh, Nathan Hill. <laughs> so that's really what I've been up to for the most part this week. Um, I don't know what else is going to happen, but... Uh, oh, on Halloween, um, 
hopefully I won't be working, but uh, even if I do, we close at 6. But I'm going to a, like, haunted house that they have set up here in the city um, that they follow the guidelines for to make it safer. Um, so we'll see how that goes with my friends. Um, I told him we should just go to an abandoned place because that's for free. But he said his friends are chickening out. And I'm like, what is the boys being chickens all of a sudden? Like, all the girls want to go. But the guys are like, nah. I'm like, the cops will just tell girls, you to leave, man. They don't want to do the Girls paperwork. don't want boys. <laughs> girls want abandoned places. <laughs> That's right. That's right. God. That's yeah. That's pretty much that's 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 the truth right there. Um. Uh, oh God, I was on my way to work this morning. Speaking of New York, freaking city. Somebody was smoking a cigarette on one of the subway cars I was in, <laughs> and I was just like, even like, really? not during a pandemic. That's that's a choice. That is truly a choice to be making. Thank you for that. So, well, that um, sounds like a good safe Halloween plan, I think. If, it, if New, I mean, New York, they went through it, so they're following all the precautions, it seems. Oh, That's good. they are just, like, they are strict on it. Like, they've started officially, like, they'll fine you, like, what? what is it, $1,500? If you don't follow the proper guidelines, like, if you're a mm -hmm. business, they'll, like, they'll slam you hard with fines. And, like, they have the indoor dining now, but it's, like, 25% capacity, um, so, like, they're just so cautious just simply because it is New York and, you know, when, when everything really kicked off here and how bad it got. So they're just, like, cautious at all times <clears throat> and, like, yeah, please do <laughs> be. Um. Well. So, but I think it'll be good. <laughs> yeah, I hope everyone listening has a, a nice and safe Halloween. I know it's going to be, it's going to be a little different this year for a lot of folks. Um, but you can still, oh, yeah. there's always, there's always cinema, there's always horror films, that's why we're here, uh, and I hope maybe yes. these past two episodes gave you some good ideas or recommendations. Uh, anything else? Uh, you can find me at Dyke Madden <laughs> on Twitter.com. You can find me at LM Designs on LM Designs on Twitter, and you can find the show at uh, Horror Time Pod on Twitter and Stop Horror Time Pod on Facebook. Uh, if you have friends that want to know more about horror but just can't watch the movies, that's what we're here for. And being gay. <laughs> so if you're gay, you have to listen to this. Horror is, has done more for the gays than any other genre. Uh, <laughs> And if you like what we do, uh, you can always just give us a review or, or rates on uh, iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts, uh, just to help spread us around and share us with the world, because we'd like to reach out and meet new people through all of it. Uh, so we look forward to hearing from you guys, and we look forward to talking about our next uh, movie, which will be on the week of Halloween itself. So we will see you guys then. See you later!